0: All right, welcome to episode sixteen of the Divine Line Podcast with yours truly, Tyler Divine of HawkFanatic.com. I caught up with Iowa football commit Aaron Graves today. Uh, it's a good, good interview. He's a four-star. He's committed to Iowa's twenty-two class. Uh, he has been for almost two years now. He was part of the uh, the group that there was a slew of recruits that committed to Iowa's twenty-one and twenty-two class. Um, in june of 2019 or 20 class i guess uh and he was one of them he's a freshman um always wanted to go to iowa and you know that's what he's doing he said other schools have come along and and he's just he's just not interested um i think his his coach was quoted as as saying at one point uh, that alabama could come along and he would still be a hawkeye so you know, it was good to talk to him. I mean, the guy's locked in to just being the best player that he can be, it seems like. Um, I asked him what he did for fun, and uh, well, I guess you'll see what his response was. But, uh, you know, we'll get into him in just a minute. Um, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Joe Gaffey at Rural and Rural Realtors. Keeping clients safe is a top priority for Joe. Whether you're buying or selling, he has a variety of digital resources available to assist you, including virtual tours. Joe can be reached by phone at 319-325-7727 or Joe Gaffey at rulehomes.com that's r u h l homes.com Big thanks to Joe as always um so yeah we'll get into Aaron Graves here and then uh I'll get into some uh some recruiting stuff uh Arizona running back Eli Sanders coming to Iowa City this weekend uh going to announce his commitment on Sunday I believe And then, uh, you know, look ahead to some some basketball and the season over for the Iowa wrestling team on Friday. So for now, enjoy Aaron Graves. Well, first of all, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I know you're in basketball right now, so you're probably kind of busy. Yeah, I'm doing wrestling, too, actually, this year doing both at the same time.
1: Yep. What what's that like? uh it's a lot <laughs> So, like after after basketball practice I'll usually go and wrestle for like 45 minutes to an hour after and then yeah unlike a meet day I'll go there over a basketball practice but if there's like a game and a meet on the same day I'll go to the basketball game so
0: you wrestle heavyweight yeah um have you what's your I haven't looked into it. I didn't even know you wrestled honestly what's your uh history
1: with with wrestling have you
0: wrestled since a kid or
1: um, not really. I kind of, I did it in junior high a little bit and I liked it a lot, but it, I always kind of like grew up playing basketball. So that's kind of just what I did. But, uh, I was just testing it out this year see how I liked it. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: Um, I wanted to ask you, you, you know, it's strange the, you know, these is, I mean, you're 17 and I mean you're not on social media. I mean, is there a sp- specific
1: reason for that or? Um, it's just Twitter is like the only one I don't really like a whole lot. I just, I just hear a lot of like negative things coming out of that. And I just really don't need that, I guess. Um, Instagram, I'm still on all the time, just looking through my feed and whatnot. But like, I try not to listen too much about what like people say about me and that kind of thing. Kind of just like being myself, you know?
0: And you know, you kind of, I mean, Iowa fans are excited. I mean, you've been committed for God, almost what, two years? Committed in June yeah. of 2019? Yeah. As a freshman. Uh, you know, I mean, what, when you look back in that and, you know, you committed to Iowa basically on the spot, I mean, what kind of, you know, made you be like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this go on any, any longer. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to Iowa. That's it.
1: Yeah, um, I kind of had my mind made up. Like, if I was going to get an offer from Iowa, that's that's where I'm going. I I really didn't want to overcomplicate the whole, like, recruiting situation because I know a lot of kids spend, like, a lot of money and time at camps in the off season instead of just, like, getting better. They just, like, invest way too much of their time in that. And I just didn't want, like, that to be an issue in the summer. Just, like, have that be a time where I can train and get better for the football season. And that's the only thing I'm worrying about like, not what colleges are, like, offering me and all that kind of thing, how I'm doing at camps, so.
0: Were there other schools that were kind of after you, or was it Iowa was the first, or?
1: Yeah, Iowa was the main one. Iowa State was a little bit, um, like, now even I'm getting letters from, like, Notre Dame, Penn State. Those are, like, the two main ones, but, yeah. During, like, when I re- first got, like, recruited, Iowa State and Iowa. We're the only two then. But So, when you're getting these letters from Notre
0: Dame and Penn State, I assume their coaches may be contacting you or maybe contacting Coach Sweeter?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they usually call Sweeter first, or they'll just send me, like, letters through the school and stuff. And I usually just take them home, give and tell my mom. She puts them in, like, a scrapbook, whatever, <laughs> just for memories. Because, I mean, I'm not really too interested in them, like – for like serious college consideration, but <laughs> so so you don't even look at them, not really. I mean, I just like glance over. I'm gonna give it to my mom.
0: <laughs> have you had like other you know coaches from other schools that have you know called you or whatever, and you've had to be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not interested.
1: Um, well, usually they call like Coach Sweeter first because, like, for a while there, till I think September of this year, they couldn't even call me directly. So they'd usually they usually call Coach Sweeter up first, and then. He always says, like, he's like flattered of like about the offer and like that you're interested in him, but like, he's a hot guy. Like, he's not gonna change. So, I get you know, looking behind you, it's pretty obvious that you grew up
0: uh, an Iowa fan. I would imagine. Um uh, You know what? Besides, you know, being you know, growing up an Iowa fan, I mean, what is it about Iowa football that you're like that? That's
1: that's it. That's where I'm going. Yeah, definitely the, like, tradition of winning with Coach Ferentz and, like, the consistency they have with uh, the culture and, like, the the coaching staff with, like, Coach Ferentz and some of the other coaches being there so long. Um, I'm just really attracted to, like, the consistency that they have year in and year out and kind of, like, the culture that they've built. Um,
0: have they talked to you about, you know, I mean, you play D-end, mm-hmm. but have they talked to you about – moving inside at all i mean do they do they know yet where kind of where they want to put you when you get there obviously it's kind of a long ways away
1: yeah they haven't they haven't really specified with me quite what like what they want out of me like position wise but i just know now they recruited me for dn so but i mean i'll do whatever and i mean you put on you put on like 30 pounds in the last year or something right yeah i was probably like 240 245 maybe in my sophomore year probably like 265 now so is that kind of your ideal playing weight yeah i'll probably be like 275 for my senior year next year around and then probably around that for when i get to college um so do you do you pay attention to any of
0: the you know the recruiting stuff i mean you know rivals has used a four-star top 100 in the country Overall, I mean, do you do you care about that stuff?
1: Because you know, for, from my perspective, it doesn't seem like you probably do. No, I I really don't <laughs> care at all that much about that. Like, like it's definitely flattering and stuff that um, people see me as that good of a football player. But like, it's not really something I worry about too much. I mean, a rank or uh, whether I'm a four or five star, one star isn't going to change how good I actually am. So I mean, I don't try and let that determine how good I am compared to just how I play.
0: Did you kind of visualize yourself being, you know, garnering that kind of attention or was it kind of just, you know, I'm just going to keep working?
1: Yeah, it was kind of, it was actually kind of unexpected. I didn't expect it kind of to blow up like it did. Like after my freshman year, I was kind of just like playing football like I do. And then people were like, oh, <laughs> he's putting up good stats and stuff. And then like, I just slowly got more and more attention. and. Yeah, I didn't really expect it. So you're the only guy in, that's committed to the
0: 22 class so far for us. Yeah, so far. Um, yep. do, you, do you have a hand in, in kind of recruiting other guys at all, or do you kind of take a hands-on approach there?
1: Yeah. I've, well, since we haven't had visits this year, I haven't been able to have any face-to-face like, contact with any of the recruits, but I've definitely like texted a few of them, um, just like seeing where their mind's at and just like talking to them, like building a relationship, see if they'd be a good fit, that kind of thing.
0: Is that kind of weird? I mean, it's obviously weird not being able to, you know, visit Iowa city and and stuff, but is it kind of weird being the only guy that's committed to this class so far? You don't really, I mean, you don't have anybody to share it with necessarily.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I've, I've talked to like a couple of the guys in the class above, but, not like a whole lot, so it's kind of weird. I'm I'm definitely ready for another 2022 commit, so I can get to know him a little better. <laughs> and uh, Coach Neiman, I think, was the guy that mainly recruited you for Iowa, right? Um, actually, Lavar Woods was the one that came to my school. Yeah, he was the main one. What's then, uh, your relationship with Lavar? Um, pretty solid. I mean, we don't we don't keep as in contact anymore just because I'm committed and everything. He doesn't need to come and give me a pitch every time um, at our school, that kind of thing. But like i I have a good relationship with all the coaches We still keep in contact and that kind of thing. Have you met coach bell? I assume. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's definitely one that I've been talking to. He actually gave me a call before one of the, one of the games against Illinois. After wrestling, made just seeing how I was doing the stuff, and that was pretty cool. Just like right before the game, he seems to be a pretty was... popular guy. Yeah, he's he's really chill. He's a uh, really down to earth. Just like tells you straight up how it is, and I, I like that a lot too. I'm not trying to get like told the wrong thing, you know. Just straight up tell me how it is. So you know, you're in three sports. Do you what do you what do you do for fun? Do you have time to have fun? um well a lot of it's just like recovering from what i've been doing during the week because i i lift four times a week so i'll go sunday monday and then thursday friday are my lifting days and then monday through saturday usually i have wrestling and basketball games meets practices whatever so usually in my free time i just try and recover from what i've been doing throughout the week i mean basically most of it just eating sleeping trying to get ready for the next day <laughs> so it's what i mean do you i mean do you watch tv maybe move, i mean uh
0: video games i don't know
1: yeah i mean just like hanging out with my friends watching netflix that kind of thing just like normal high schooler type things basically and
0: is there like a a player you know like a, maybe a hawkeye from from years past or a guy that you know you watch
1: in the nfl you kind of Model your game after, or you kind of look up to. Um, I like I like watching AJ Panessa a lot. I like watching him play and how he how he uses his hands and stuff, and um, yeah, just how he. You, know, I mean, just how he plays in general. He's just a good football player to watch. And is there?
0: Can you pinpoint like a you know? Obviously, growing up watching the team. I mean, is there like a favorite
1: memory you have? Growing up watching watching those teams. Um. I would say one of the better things was uh, just going on visits even compared to like the actual games themselves. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still like love the game environment. It's so fun, but like the visits like with my parents and that kind of stuff. I I like those honestly more than the game, just like getting to know players and stuff like on the player panel, that kind of thing. I think those were probably the most fun. What do you anticipate the adjustment to be like
0: what you know going from a town of what less than a thousand people yeah it's like 800 to, yeah to, to iowa city i mean it obviously you'll be at the football facility a lot doing you know
1: doing that yeah, stuff, but. yeah. i don't think honestly i don't think it'll be that hard for me i mean because basically everything that i need will be in my little bubble which is kind of how it is now and so um and i'll be busy and occupied all the time so i don't think like thousands of people being around me, compared to just like the few in my town, will be too challenging of a diff- like of a change for me. I think it'll be pretty easy, smooth.
0: Uh, do you have? Do you know? You know, I, some guys do, some guys don't. Do you know what you want to study at all?
1: Yeah, I, I'll probably major in nutrition and then minor in like kinesiology, sports science, that kind of thing. I'd like to be like a strength and conditioning coach at like a college. Yeah, that'd be my
0: yeah definitely dream job what was the the you know what brought that on was it just kind of your love of 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 working out and exercising and stuff just
1: getting in the weight room yeah pretty much and i think that would definitely be one thing where like i wouldn't feel like it's a job as much as just like going to do what i love
0: so do you take on sort of a coach role with your high school team in
1: a way uh a little bit i mean we uh with our weight room, I like to just like help out the freshmen and sophomores and anybody who wants help. I kind of try and help out as much as I can with what I do know so far. So I've tried to take that as like a leadership role position. I wouldn't say like a coach necessarily, but like just being the best leader that I can.
0: And you met Tom Lemming a while back, right? I think last yeah. summer
1: maybe? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I met Tom.
0: Was, was that – was that straight? I mean, Tom lemming has been doing this for like forty years, man. Traveling the country. I mean, the guy knows his stuff. I've interviewed him. Uh, oh. He's forgotten
1: more about high school sports than I will ever know. <laughs> he's uh, he's like the all American guy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yeah. I met he interviewed me in person at our school this year. So yeah, that was good.
0: Um, did he? I mean, he likes to make comparisons to players of the past. Do you remember, like, what the conversation was like at all?
1: Um, he was basically just saying, like, what I needed to do to sign up for the All-American game. And then we were just talking about, like, past recruits that he had he had visited when they were in high school, like Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, like, just, like, stud NFL players that he, like, started out and discovered, like, in high school. Like, Michael Orr. Like, that was a mm-hmm. big one for you just like seeing those guys that he like found in high school. And then they like grew up and became like these great NFL players. It's kind of like inspiring that like, maybe I could do that one day. You mentioned all-star games. Have you gotten invited
0: to any of the all-star? I mean, I like the army all-American game for next year is
1: probably not there. They probably haven't announced that yet. I don't think. Yeah. I actually haven't gotten the invitation yet for it, but I'm assuming because he said that I was uh all-American so I'm assuming that I'll get one in the mail sooner or later for the 2022 game. And is that is that something you're gonna you, you think you'll do? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, if when the invitation comes, that's definitely something that I would enjoy doing. play against good competition like like the best in the country. So final question. I think
0: I've probably taken up too much of your time already, but uh, for Iowa fans that haven't seen you play, you know what kind of? How would you describe your game?
1: Um, I would say like ultra aggressive. Like I'm not trying to wow people with like how with less, how like athletic I am or like just like showing off that kind of aspect of my game. Just like being ultra aggressive in like every play, just like chasing down plays even when they when they run away from me and that kind of thing. Just like relentless. Right on. Well, hey, I appreciate your time, man. Thanks a lot.
0: Uh, Thanks again to Aaron. It was a good interview. He's, you know, a little little on the shyer side, but, um, you know, who wasn't when they were in high school? Um, Just a reminder, this podcast is brought to you by Joe Gaffey at Rural and Rural Realtors. Keeping clients safe is a top priority for Joe. Whether you're buying or selling, he has a variety of digital resources available to assist assist you, whatever, including virtual tours. Joe can be reached by phone at 319-325-7727 or JoeGaffey at RuralHomes.com. That's R-U-H-L-Homes.com. Um, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, looking ahead, there's some recruiting stuff. Iowa offered um, a another running back in the 21 class, three-star, Jarquez Hunter. Who's from Mississippi. Uh, just offered him yesterday. Um, and, you know, they're after... Eli Sanders out of Arizona as well uh, who was committed to Boise State at one point um, and he's supposed to be announcing it sounds like he's down to Iowa and Iowa State which is kind of crazy that a guy from Arizona once committed to Boise State is choosing between two in-state rivals uh, in the Midwest but you know I, I think he fits either scheme pretty well from what I've seen so you know, we'll see what happens there. Part of me is thinking that if they're offering this other running back from Mississippi, maybe they think they're not going to get Sanders. Maybe they're thinking he's going to announce for Iowa State um, on Sunday. But, you know, I guess, you know, like I always say, I probably say this 20 times a podcast, we'll see, and we will. Um, let's see, we got Iowa, Iowa men's basketball tomorrow, Michigan State. Uh, A couple Michigan State players have COVID. It sounds like, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. You know, who knows with contact tracing and all that? If if there will even be a game, Um, I like Iowa at home. You know, I mean the guy, two guys that have COVID. One of his one is Tom Izzo's son, who I don't really think plays at all. Um, uh, And then the other one, Sissoko who I think played eight minutes the other night, so it's not like, you know, they have starters out or anything, but still there's, you know, depth, and who knows who else is going to end up being out for him, you know, and who knows if the game's even going to happen at this point. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Oh, back to recruiting real quick. Um, Julius Prince, former Iowa defensive back, headed to Kansas State. Uh, so, you know, good luck to him. He's a good player. Um, never heard anybody say a bad word about him. And, uh, he was always, he was always a pretty good interview, um, when he's being recruited, you know, when, in that class where they had a bunch of guys, a lot of success in Indianapolis there. So, you know, good luck to him. Uh, but then, you know, back to basketball, I think obviously Jordan Bohannon probably won't have the same game tomorrow night that he did, uh, in the last game, but against Minnesota, but, you know, if he's not turning the ball over and hitting threes, Iowa's a very dangerous team. They're dangerous anyway, but when he's doing that, Iowa's especially dangerous, and they will, they will be a force, um, but the Big Ten is so confusing this season. I mean, my goodness. I mean, any, I mean, it's one of those, any give. I mean, The Big Ten champion might have six losses. I wouldn't be shocked if the Big Ten champion was like 13 and... Or 14 and 6. Or, you know, they're playing 20 games now. Um, I would not be shocked by that at all. So, if it was in East Lansing, I'd probably favor Michigan State, even without fans. It's just... It seems like Iowa never performs very well in East Lansing for whatever reason. Um, So, yeah. I think Iowa will win. I think it'll be... Fairly low scoring, but um, I don't think it's going to be a... I don't think Iowa's going to come out and just blow the roof off the place and blow Michigan State out. I don't... You know, it just, just seems like Michigan State is, you know, they can, you know, do the ball control thing. It's. It's. I think it'll be, you know, maybe in the 70s, low 70s, high 60s. But what the hell do I know? I'll probably be wrong. Um then we got... Iowa Wrestling season opener on Friday against Nebraska. Nebraska comes in ranked 6th in the nation, which means absolutely nothing if you're outside of the top three, I think. Uh, that's typically how it works. Uh, looks like Nelson Brands is going to be getting the nod at 184 over Abe Assad. Granted, that could change depending on how uh, you know the duel goes. Um, but you look at these lineups and Iowa's lineup is just insane man. You know, I mean, obviously Spencer Lee, but they got Jaden Ironman, the Missouri transfer who's ranked number 1. Kemmer at 174 is number 1. Marinelli at 165 is number 2. Caleb Young is at the top 10. Max Murin at 149 is in the top 10. DeSanto is I thought he I thought DeSanto would be ranked a little higher than 5th, but You know, I mean, Nebraska has Schultz at 197 that, you know, against Warner, who's ranked fourth or third, depending on who you look at. And then Cassiopeia will probably destroy his guy, you know. I mean, Nebraska's got a couple guys ranked in the top ten, but, you know, that 174, 184, 197, that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. They're fourth, seventh, and second ranked there. Iowa is first. Brands is ranked eighth by somebody. Doesn't say. And Jacob Warner against Eric Schultz. That might be a. That'll probably be a pretty good one. One forty one will probably be good. Um, so yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't see any way. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but I don't see any way Iowa doesn't win the national title. They're you know, they're motivated. They are, you know, they have unfinished business or whatever cliche you want to use from last year when Nationals got canceled. Um, And they just seem, you know, that you hear them talk at media day and stuff and they just seem together as a team. And they seem like they've, you know, kind of just grown together. A lot of these guys have been teammates for a really long time. And, you know, they're, they're close and, you know, uh you know that goes a long way. It really does, so i don't I don't think the path the path to nationals is pretty i don't want to say clear, but it's a pretty good one for for Iowa. I mean the schedule is a little bit brutal. They don't have that typical Oklahoma state matchup. Um, they go to Penn State uh in February so that one's kind of brutal, but they get Michigan at home, Michigan's ranked third in the country, Uh, they got Minnesota on the road, I mean, Michigan and Penn State, I mean, it's Iowa, Penn State, Michigan, top three, so, and then I don't know really what the rest of the Big Ten is like, but it's pretty much, those three, I think, you know, who knows what what that Penn State matchup is going to be like. Um, it's too bad that there's not going to be any fans there for the Michigan one because it's they're wrestling Illinois and Michigan on January 31st. So could, could see a lot of different lineup changes there, I suppose. But, you know, we'll see. I'm by no means a uh, wrestling expert. Um, I just know that Iowa is really, really good. And uh, they've won... 18 consecutive Big Ten duels. I'm looking at it right, to, right here. So that's, <laughs> that's a pretty good indi- indication. I mean, uh, Tom Brands has also never lost to Nebraska. Tom Brands is 11-0 against the Huskers. So that's a good sign. And, uh, yeah, I, it's going to be a fun team to watch, man. It really is. So I think, I think it's national championship or bust, which is kind of what they say every year, but it just seems like it's more it's more likely to happen this year. I mean, they were well on their way last year, it seemed. Maybe would have had three national champions. I could totally see them to having four this season with Lee, Ironman, Marinelli, and Kemmer, and then who knows what, what's going to happen with the other ones. But they just they seem ready to me. So anyway, I think that'll do it. And uh, thanks for listening, as always, and hope you enjoyed Aaron Graves, and I'll, I'll see you next time.